Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today because I have a special treat for you. We are going to be talking about LinkedIn and how to use your profile to generate leads and become a client magnet. And I have a special guest with me today. Her name is Debbie McCormick, and she is a best-selling author and an expert on building your business learning uh, using LinkedIn. And what Debbie does is she specializes in writing LinkedIn profiles that are so attractive and easy to find. They'll have your clients reaching out, asking you if you would please work with them. And and I think that that's so great because that's what, as small businesses, that's what we all want. We just want the clients to come to us rather than us having to go and find them. Um, And Debbie has trained top realtors, been hired by Ford Motor Company for LinkedIn training, and has been the lead writer for a U.S. congressional campaign. Campaign. And when she's not helping businesses grow through LinkedIn, she's still very active in local and national politics and is a huge football fan and a major bookworm. So I want to uh, welcome Debbie to our show. And Debbie, thank you so much for, for agreeing to be on today. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Janet, it's an honor. Thank you for asking me. Well, I, I, I've given everybody a little bit of your background, but can you expand and, and tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you got involved in LinkedIn? Sure. I've been a professional writer for about 10 years, and people started telling me to get on social media when I first started out. Um, and, you know, they, it was Pinterest, and it was Facebook, and it was Twitter, and it was Instagram and LinkedIn. And it's so overwhelming to be presented with all these choices. Sure. So I did my homework, and I thought, I'm going to pick the one social media platform that's all business, because that's where, logically, my clients are, and that's LinkedIn. And I thought... I don't have to get overwhelmed and learn all of these platforms at once. I can just learn one platform, master it, and then move on. And it turned out that not very many people knew how to, look, how to use LinkedIn. I'd go to networking groups, and they'd be asking me because I had studied it. And so it dawned on me that... I could bring a lot of value to the business world by teaching people how to use LinkedIn properly. So that's how that got started. And and that's great because I I think a lot of people see uh, LinkedIn as just the uh, resume find a job site. And here we are talking about it for building businesses. So, So what really makes you excited about using LinkedIn for business? Well, you're absolutely right, um, first of all, in that it did used to be mostly known for job search and hiring, but it has gotten, it has built up its business side hugely in the last few years. And if you're paying any attention, if your audience is paying any attention to what they're writing about social media, 
LinkedIn is coming into its own. It's been kind of overshadowed by Facebook. Facebook's been more um, famous than LinkedIn has. Right. Plus the fact that LinkedIn is not as easy to learn as Facebook is. So um, it's understandable that people kind of look at it and go, ooh, <laughs> this is complicated, and maybe don't jump right into it the way that they jump into Facebook. But to answer your question, what excites me about LinkedIn is that it provides a level playing field for small businesses to market in exactly the same way as the giant companies do. We don't, as small business owners, have Pepsi's marketing budget, right? Right. They're all over the place. They're all over the world. Well, LinkedIn's all over the world. So if you get a properly written profile, and I'll explain what I mean by that in just a second. If you get a properly written profile with all the optimization done well, then you're just as exposed to the world as Pepsi is. And that hmm. makes a huge difference to us small businesses. That's that's very true. So so let let's back up a little bit because we we started talking about some of the nuts and bolts of um, LinkedIn. So maybe there are some out there that have just used LinkedIn uh, to put up their their profile as a resume. So why don't you tell right. us a little bit about what LinkedIn does, um, just in case people aren't familiar with it as something that they can use for something other than finding a job. Okay, good. Um, There is what I call active and attractive on LinkedIn, meaning that you have to have an attractively written profile, right? Your clients, small businesses, most of their clients are on LinkedIn. And so you have to have a profile that's optimized in a way that when someone looks for someone who does what you do, they will come to your profile. Let me give you an example. My um, dear client, Susie Canny, she is a custom seamstress. She will custom make clothes for you, right? So you would think Pinterest would be um, a great place for her, and indeed it is because her business is so visual. But in order for clients to find her in the first place, she needs to be on LinkedIn. And so when you have identified your ideal client, when you know the keywords, and keywords are just search terms, uh, when you know the keywords that people type into search engines to find somebody who does what you do, and when your profile is written not just about you, which is what a resume is, but it is client-centric or what I call results-oriented writing. So you talk about what you do in terms of what you do for the client. Let me give you an example of that, and I'll just use me. I can say on my profile, I write LinkedIn profiles, and that's all about me. It doesn't say anything mm-hmm. about, the, about my clients. I could also say... I write LinkedIn profiles that are so attractive, they bring your ideal client right to your doorstep. 
That way, they know what I do, and they also know what to expect of the reader I'm talking about as they. Uh, the reader also knows to ex- what to expect for herself, what results she can find by working with me. Huh. So so I, I just want to clarify something here. Um, yeah. LinkedIn has a, has a reputation of being... Uh, business oriented and business to business oriented. So are you Mm -hmm. saying that even people who have um, business to consumer, uh, a a business to consumer um, stand to their business? So, so like you said, seamstress, um, they can also find their clients on LinkedIn and LinkedIn is a great place for them to find that there. That's really interesting. Huh. See, LinkedIn, you you can think of LinkedIn as your Wikipedia page, okay? If um, somebody gets introduced to you by some means other than LinkedIn, a lot of times they will go to LinkedIn to see if you have a profile, to see how your profile reads, how it presents you, if it presents you badly, if it's incomplete, if there's, there are grammar mistakes, for example, it doesn't reflect well on you. But like for Susie, somebody comes across Susie, um, and though she's a custom seems, and she's putting her, her photographs of her dresses and her outfits right there on LinkedIn. So a really? reader looking for a custom seamstress, yes. A reader looking for a custom seamstress can see that her profile is well done. She presents herself very professionally. And right there in the media section, right on her profile page, they can click and see what she's done in the past so that they can see that she is talented. She is very talented. Yeah. Now, see, I, I think that's a really great thing to know because I don't think a lot of people realize that even if you have a consumer-based business, LinkedIn is a great place to to um, promote your to promote yourself and display your your products and services. Yes. Huh? Yes, absolutely. That's really that's cool. That's what I'm saying. Yes, it is cool because. You don't have to spend any money to do that. You can do that with a free membership. And you all you need to do is follow the three, my three basic guidelines, which is know who you're talking to. So know who your ideal client is. Once you've seen who your ideal, once you, once you see in your mind, I should say, who your ideal client is, you know exactly what to say to them. Right. Then... Yeah, then get your search terms down. How, what do people type into search engines in order to find somebody who does what you do? Those are called keywords, by the way, just to reference right. back to what we talked about a minute ago. And then if you'll write in client-centric or results-oriented terms, meaning you do talk about what you do, but you talk about it in terms of what you bring your clients in the example that I just gave you. Right. That way then people come to Susie's profile. We'll just use Susie because you're right. She's a business to consumer uh, LinkedIn user. They come to her profile and they say, whoa, this is, this is done really well. 
she is presented very professionally, I'm going to pick up the phone and give her a call. They don't even have to find her on Pinterest because her dresses and outfits are all right there. Huh. That is Mm -hmm. so cool. And you know what, Debbie? Mm -hmm. It's time for our first break. So when we come back, let's pick up this conversation right where we are. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So we are talking with uh, LinkedIn expert Debbie McCormick today, and before the break, we were having a really great conversation about LinkedIn being used for small businesses, including business to consumer. Now, Debbie, I have a question for you um, because of that conversation. Um, Has Susie, your seamstress, found that um, LinkedIn is just as valuable, if not more, than, say, Facebook or Pinterest? Yes. Yes, she has. Now, we've just done this in the last month. Okay, Uh so she doesn't have a wealth of results to give me yet. But I'll be checking in with her within the next month because when I I help somebody with their profile, I check back with them within two months of the posting to make Uh sure to, to let's review what the results are, who's calling you, who's looking at you, et cetera. So we don't yet have a whole lot of results. But yes, people will come to her through Pinterest 
and then a whole different set of people will find her on LinkedIn. And like I say, you think of it as your encyclopedia page, right? This mm-hmm. is where they can see what you look like. They can see how you present yourself in writing. It's very, it's completely different than Pinterest, which is all visual. This right. is uh, the reader comes to the to the profile to get a sense of who you are. Okay. So so no chili recipes or anything like that on, on LinkedIn, right? That's, that, that's what I love about LinkedIn. It is all business. It's vendors and buyers. And um, there's also a component of helping people, serving people. Um, people like Travis Bradbury, Dr. Bradbury, puts a, an article up almost every day. He, he was the author of Emotional Intelligence. And mm-hmm. as an example, he talks all the time about how, how to overcome overwhelm and how to stay focused in a home-based business, for example. So I'm not even sure whether Dr. Bradbury takes clients, but he always puts out value so that the small business owner or the CEO of Pepsi can can uh, look at that and say, oh, yeah, I can adapt some of his tips. So many, many people do that, and I recommend that for my clients, is, is putting posts up that give value to their readers. You, you give before you ask for the business. So right. yeah, I call it serve, then ask, right? Right. So put up some valuable content and let people know that you know what you're talking about. Right, and that's one of the that's one of my uh, core core um, principles. Uh, and we've talked about it a lot on here on marketing that won't break the bank. That what you want to do uh-huh. is you want to build your know, like, and trust factor because people work with people who they know, like, and trust. And the only way that they right. can do that is if you provide them with valuable information without. Um, expecting anything in return and once they get to the point where they know you and like you and trust you then they're going to start to come to you and ask you to work with them so it sounds like that's what we're trying that's what we're trying to do with uh building out our linkedin profile and our linkedin presence correctly yes you are you and i are on exactly the same page that way i i'm on a mission to take the used car salesman out of sales. I want people yeah. to be proud that they have products to sell. And I don't want them to be intimidated by the selling process. They don't have to be pushy. They don't have to tick people off. They have to establish a relationship. And um, in my trainings on how to connect with people, I teach them how to do that. And the whole core of that process is serve, then ask, just like you're saying. Yeah. So become a thought leader. Let it at the same time you're letting them know that you have the expertise, and then they will they will develop the trust that you have given, given, given without asking anything in return, just like you said. Right. And that's powerful when pe- yeah. for people to come to trust you. Yeah, and, and I think that help that gives hope to a lot of us, including me, who don't like uh-huh. to be the salesperson, 
and um, right. and it, it just makes it kind of makes you want to go and take a shower after you've tried to sell something. <laughs> you you know what I mean? <laughs> I do. Know yes, what exactly. You mean. So, so I, am, I, I am. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So so this this sounds like a very e. I, I don't want to say easy, but a very um, non non pushy way to. Uh, shine your expertise in an audience that's looking for what you're doing and to get them to yeah. to know you just through through what you're saying and and, and what you're providing um, and then have them just start uh, that conversation with you. Yes, they can start that conversation or if um, if for example they've gotten in touch with you to ask you questions based on something that you published on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. um, that's your opportunity. Especially if you've published a lot of information that has been valuable to them, that's your opportunity to offer to take the conversation offline. That's always your goal uh, to take the conversation offline and talk about how you could benefit each other. The, does, the, does the reader um, do something that might benefit you or your clients, and how can you benefit them? If you can, yeah. make it a win-win situation. Now, I did have a conversation the other day with my dear friend, Marianne Amon, who is this fabulous mindset coach, and she says she gets a lot of connection requests, but they're rarely asking more about her business wanting to know more about her. And that irritates her a little bit. She doesn't mind the um, win-win openings. You know, maybe you and I could do something for each other, but they never ask about more details of what she does. And I think that that would be an incredible tool to start a conversation with somebody that you're interested in doing business with. Oh, absolutely. And you and I had this conversation the other day that I'm getting requests to be interviewed on marketing that won't break the bank from people who uh-huh. it 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 is obvious that they haven't even read what marketing that won't break the bank is about because they're yeah. often left field um, as far as what they do and how how wh- or why they should be on on this radio show, so I right. I'm right there with you and and I really think that that's off putting and in some cases it might drive people away from LinkedIn because they're getting that um, buy my products buy my services um, uh, uh, response or 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 vibe from everybody that's trying to connect with them. Right. I'm I'm really trying to do my little part in changing that culture, in changing the the um, impetus for a seller to contact a person and right away start offering their products. That's just yeah. not how it works. If you put yourself in the recipient's place, if you, the seller, put yourself in the recipient's place, you don't want to be sold. And right. you don't buy things that you don't know about from people you don't know. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it's just common sense. So exactly. it's easy to build rapport. You just have to know how to do it. That's all. Well, it, you know, and the other thing, though, too, that a lot of people forget is that it takes time to get to know someone. 
So it's not going to happen over overnight. You're going to have to have that conversation with them, whether it's online or offline. You're still going to have to have that conversation with them. And they may be a a fit for your company and they may not be a fit for your company. Um, But you have to have you have to um, develop that conversation because they may not be a fit, but they may know people and they may have people in their network that need you and your services or products. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, uh, we pro- we may not have enough time to talk about the degrees of separation, the generations on LinkedIn, but um, just briefly, somebody that you're directly connected to is your first degree connection. So say you and I are directly connected, connected on LinkedIn, which we are, right. and uh, somebody that you're directly connected to, but I'm not, that's my second degree uh, mm-hmm. connection. So if I have a good conversation with you or many, multiple conversations with you, and you get a good idea of what I do and my ethics exam, uh, for example, then you can turn around to your connection, who I am not connected to, and say, maybe you ought to talk to this Debbie McCormick. She seems to really know what she's doing, and she seems to be a good person. You know, and right. that's, that's where your network grows. Right. And, and um, what I have found, too, is if people try to connect with you and, and it's not a good fit in um, just the fact just the fact that you respond to them and say, look, this mm-hmm. is really what I'm about. I don't know if this is a good fit, but um, I'm happy to talk to you if you want to. Um, they, they may realize that it's not a good fit, but they're going to feel really good about that conversation and recommend others to you. Yes. You were telling me the other day that you do that, and I love that. I think it's very warm and engaging to just gently say, I, I don't see that we've got a fit right off the bat, but if, there, if there's something that I'm missing and you really do have something to do with business marketing, um, please get yeah. in touch with me. This is why I teach people when they reach out and connect, always write a custom note. Yes, okay. exactly. So if, especially if it's somebody that you don't that you haven't met yet, tell them how you know about them. For example, if you were writing to Bill Gates, well, he'd probably know how you knew about him. But you know, <laughs> I've been a Microsoft product user forever, and I see what you're doing with your foundation, and it would be an honor to have you as part of my network. That kind of thing. Don't just send him a connection request. He doesn't exactly. know you from Joe. Exactly. And you know what, Debbie, it's time for our next break. So when we come back, let's dive a little bit deeper into how to the mechanics of uh, LinkedIn. Okay. Okay, great. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. 
Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break um, and during this whole episode, we've been talking with Debbie McCormick, who's a LinkedIn expert, and we've just been having a really great conversation around how to use LinkedIn for business. And now, Debbie, um, I want to start talking a little bit more about the mechanics of how to put together a great profile on LinkedIn so that you can start attracting your clients to you. Um, can, okay. can you start uh, explaining that just from the top? So if, if I were a new user to LinkedIn or I've set up my LinkedIn as a resume, what do I need to do to make sure that I change it so that it's that client magnet that you've been talking about? Okay, great. So you do, you utilize what I call the big three. Um, first of all, you get your ideal client in mind, and you get very specific about who he or she is. The way that I do that is I take my favorite client, and I write about her. Um, if she happens to be a woman, but I don't have just a woman-centered business. So, it can, so the gender can be either man or woman. She's a real estate agent. So her location is uh, local right here, but I don't have to be local in my business. So can, it's, it's location uh, generic. And I just go, I just go down her, her description and I say, okay, is, is this, um, this part of who she is, do I have to just stick with that or can I widen my scope a little bit? And that's how I got my ideal client, um, somebody who's in business, who needs to present themselves well, and who wants to bring clients directly to their profile. So get a really good idea of who your ideal client is, and that way you'll know what language to use. If your ideal client is millennials, then you're going to want to use a little more millennial languaging so that they get that you get them. Is that, am I being clear about that? Yes, and, and that's one of my other uh, big points that I like to make is that you really need to know who your ideal client is or your ideal customer avatar is so that you can mm-hmm. talk directly to them, just like you're talking to a, your best friend over a cup of coffee. 
So you need exactly to know right. what their pain points are, what their challenges are, what they want to accomplish so that you can talk about that in everything that you write or everything that you do online. So yeah. it sounds like that's that's what we're talking about here. Exactly right. So when you get a good idea of who your ideal client is and what her main problems are, what are Mm -hmm. you going to solve for her? That's a big part of the ideal client because that too leads you directly into what to say to her. Um, You don't have to, that's not a hard thing once you get that figured out. So Debbie, so so wait a minute, Debbie. So um, when you talk about uh, pain points, do you want, do you think we should limit it to three to five or should we just have a list of 10 and, and let go on all of them? Um, it depends on who you're talking about, who you're um, talking to. For example, um, my realtor client what she needs is more local clients. So right. she, what she has to do is write about her um, territory, if you will, her county, her neighborhoods. Okay. And um, she has to talk about price points and she has to talk about financing and things like that. So anything that she can do to make a house buyer more comfortable or feel more at ease or make their path easier, that's what she does. And that's that's okay. what I refer to as her client's pain points. Okay. So, yeah, I think you, that you have to address all of them. Okay. In a priority okay. way. Okay. So what's next? Okay, so next, keywords. Who, what is somebody going to type into a search engine in order to find you? Um, I'll give myself as an example. So two of my keywords are LinkedIn expert, LinkedIn trainer. Okay? Okay. And I, once you get your strong keywords, the, the most often typed into a search engine, then you have to optimize them throughout your profile. And here's where you put them. You put them in the profile headline. You put them in the current experience headline, and you seed them through the body of the summary, which is which I'll talk about in a second, and then okay. you seed them through the body of your current experience. So in my summary, I talk about the fact that I have become an expert. I do train my clients to learn how to write profiles that will bring clients to them, et cetera, et cetera. So I use those keywords. Um, I'll talk about the summary in just a second because I don't want to get off of what you asked me. So keywords are key, if you will, because (laughs) the search engines, that's what the search engines are looking for most often are your strongest keywords. That's how your clients, your ideal client, will find you is through the, through the use of those strong keywords and where you put them in the profile. So just keep in mind, headlines, body of the summary, body of the current experience. Okay. okay? All right. Third is your client-centric writing. And I've given you an example of that um, just earlier. You want to talk about what you do in terms of the results that you bring to your clients. 
So what I do is I teach people how to, I teach business people how to bring their clients directly to them, and I teach them how to write client-centrically, meaning that you talk about the results that your clients get, and that way they know what you do, and even better, they know what to expect from you for themselves. Okay. So I have a question with that. If I'm selling products, okay. if I'm selling products and not services, how do I do yeah. that? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, you talk about your products in terms of uh, just to just to do the client-centric part on products. You talk about what your products do for your clients. And then through the media that LinkedIn offers you, you can put pictures up of your products. You can put videos up of how-tos. There's, there are all kinds of ways that you can draw people in if you have products instead of services. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Same principles apply. Good. So, um, so we need to do those three things. We need to make sure that we understand our ideal client. We need to make sure that we have our keywords and make sure that we seed them throughout, um, the profile. Right. And then we have to talk about optimizing if, right. If you hear that word, that's what that means. That seeding throughout the profile. Right. Yeah. And, and actually, uh, we, we were talking about uh, search engine optimization last week. So we had a really big discussion on keywords and how to find them and, and what it means to make sure that your keywords are what your clients are typing in, not necessarily what you would be typing in, because those yes. two are completely different in many cases. Could be. Yeah. Yes, could be. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so once, once we have all that, how, what, what are some of the key components of our, um, of our profile that we need to be aware of? So, so we're, we're putting all of what you've just talked about into the summary, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So what, what else needs to be there in order for uh, us to attract our, our ideal clients? Okay. So the summary is is just what it sounds like. It's not your resume and it's not your bio. It is you take advantage of that client-centric writing and uh-huh. you talk about, you make it very easy to read. It needs to be skimmable is what I call it because a reader coming to the profile may not have a lot of time. So um, you make the summary, an intro is your first paragraph and then you list your normal clientele you list your specialties and then you add your contact info at the bottom okay that's your summary and then your current experience what you write about your current experience you've got a little more room here to go into detail about what you do for your clients okay and then after you've gotten that written um, oh, and one really important thing is don't write your profile on the LinkedIn site because you'll end up with new, really good copy and old, possibly bad copy. So take, it, take your writing completely off-site into a word processor, and then when you're all done and satisfied, 
sit down at LinkedIn and put the whole thing in at the same time. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh huh. While you're sitting there, you need to check your privacy settings to make sure that every little comma, for example, every little comma that you change doesn't get your whole network notified. That's very annoying. Oh, my gosh, yes. Um, (laughs) You need to, um, you just need to go through those privacy settings and make sure that they're set the way that you want to. You need to go to your public profile, which is the profile that people see when they are not logged into LinkedIn. And you uh-huh. need to make sure that that says what you want it to. And then most, well, no, not most important, but it's certainly not least either, is you want to customize your LinkedIn address, your LinkedIn URL. And uh-huh. you want to have, it's linkedin.com slash in slash uh, default is a bunch of numbers after that last slash. You can go edit that and put Janet Kunst after that right. last last slash, and that way people will be able to find you even easier on LinkedIn. Right. And and if somebody has a common name like John Smith or something like that, uh-huh. um, how, yeah. do they, how do they deal with that when they're customizing their LinkedIn uh, link? A URL. middle name, middle initial, okay. and then make sure that the name on your profile matches the name in your URL. So um, I have a dear friend, David Smith, literally. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he's, he's known as David Buckingham Smith. And that's what he has in the, uh, as the name of his profile. That's what he has as his URL. Okay. So you can differentiate yourself that way. And if you have to, you do Janet Jones too. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, oh, I forgot to tell you, put your name there, not your business name. Okay, because you okay. could, in your lifespan, go into different businesses, so you don't want it to just be attached to one business. Put your name there, not your business. Well, and, and that's a really good point, too, is that even with your LinkedIn profile, you need to make sure that it's for you, not for your business. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Very good. So what else do we need to do with that profile before, before we start moving on to another topic? Is there anything else that we need to do? No, I think you're good. You do the big three. Okay. Then you check your behind-the-scenes um, behind settings, and you're good to go. And then you just sit down, give yourself about an hour, maybe an hour and a half, and just sit down and uh, talk to bottom put your new LinkedIn profile in there. Don't leave old stuff with new stuff. Put the, all the new stuff in at the same time. Okay, perfect. And it's time for our last break. So when we come back, we'll just finish up our discussion on LinkedIn. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. 
We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. And today we have had such a great discussion on LinkedIn and how to um, position yourself to become a client magnet to your ideal clients on LinkedIn. And my guest has been Debbie McCormick, who's a LinkedIn expert. And Debbie, uh, we just have a little bit more time left. And there was there there were two questions that I wanted to ask you before we ended today. And I hope that you'll join us uh, on a future episode because there's so much more about LinkedIn that we really need to talk about. Um, oh, I would the, be delighted to. Oh, good. I'm really glad. Uh, and I've really had a wonderful time with you today. But the first question Thank that I, so I get, and one of the questions that I get asked a lot is, what's the difference between a free LinkedIn membership and a paid membership? That's a great question. Most people can be perfectly fine on a free membership. The two biggest differences are the number of search parameters that you have and the number of in-mails, free in-mails that you have. Let me just briefly describe what an in-mail is. Okay. Some people will use Bill Gates again. Bill Gates doesn't have a connect button on his LinkedIn profile because he'd be getting thousands per day. So what he might have instead is an in-mail button. If you have a free membership, then you can send him an in-mail, and it will cost you $10. If Bill doesn't answer your in-mail, they will credit it back to you. They, being LinkedIn, will credit it back to you in a month. If you have a paid membership like a premium membership, you get 10 or 15, I can't remember right now, free in-mails a month. So you may utilize those for free. They are already paid in your membership. And again, if the recipient does not answer within a month, they will credit it back to you. That's an in-mail. 
and then in your search parameters, remember uh, right at the beginning we talked about active and attractive. Mm -hmm. Everybody has to have an attractive profile, a a profile that looks professional and has the keywords optimized so that their clients can find them easily. But you can also go out into the world of LinkedIn and be active, actively search for your ideal clients. And on a paid membership, they give you more parameters. For example, free um, membership gives you location and industry. Let's just say. I'm not looking at LinkedIn right now, so don't take this to the bank, but I'm giving you an example. (laughs) So you have two parameters, uh, location and industry. If you've got a paid membership, you've got location, industry, where they went to school, um, uh, maybe a couple of others. And so that's the difference. That's the big difference. Search parameters and in-mails. Okay. So I, I, so on on that subject, if you're looking for your ideal customers, how, mm-hmm. can you just type in specific keywords like you were telling us to make sure that our profiles had keywords in them? Is that what you would do to find your own ideal customers or your, your own ideal yes, clients? Yeah. Yes. Now... The client's keywords are going to be different from yours, right? Because they're the consumer. So you have to do a little bit of homework and a little bit of um, trying out as to what keywords will get you to your clients. But if you're going to search, then it's great to have parameters. And you can look up on LinkedIn exactly the difference between a free membership and a, and a paid membership. You can see the difference. They'll show you. Mm-hmm. Um, the more parameters you have, the more exacting your search will be. And that's, that's great for you. That, that takes up less of your time that way. So okay. you just need to think of, for example, um, your, your ideal client would be small business, um, uh, small business marketing uh, officer or, or vice president or something like that. Um, and that would be the, the, those would be the keywords that you would search. Okay. Just as an example. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so it makes sense. So it's almost as if you're using uh, uh, Google, but you're using it within LinkedIn. Totally. No, that's, okay. it's not almost totally. You hit the nail on the head. <laughs> It's exactly the same. Okay. Okay. Really good. And and we yeah. are running short on time, but I wanted to ask you, what are the three top takeaways that you want to leave us with today? Okay. Identify your ideal client and mm-hmm. what she wants from someone like you. Why would she buy your services? Um, identify your keywords, your strongest keywords, the, the search terms you use more, most often to, I, to get to you and seed them properly, optimize them throughout the profile. And then when you're describing your services, write in terms of the results that your clients get. Okay, good. So, and, and that's, if we are able to do those three things, um, our clients are going to start to uh, be attracted to us and start sending us messages and wanting to connect with us rather than us having to always go out and find them. Yes, and rather than go to your competitor. If you're not um, Very true. if you're not well positioned positioned on LinkedIn, they'll go to your competitor. So yes, make it easy for them 
to find you and let them know that they're in the right spot when they hit your profile. Great. And, you know, this has been such a wonderful conversation. I really appreciate you being here. And I'm sure that a lot of our listeners uh, would like to know more about you and how we can get in touch with you. So it, um, how can they get in touch with you? Do you have something that you can they can uh, link to or come into um, to hear more about you or work with you? Absolutely. My website is www.debbiemccormick.com. Couldn't get any easier. No. And when you, when, when you get there, hit the contact tab, and you'll see that I, have, I offer 45-minute free consultations to review. I will review for you your LinkedIn profile, and I'll give you some hints as to how to make it stronger and uh, more client-friendly. So that's a free 45 minutes. Take advantage, please. It's on the contact tab, and all you have to do is push the button that says calendar, whatever it says. Schedule here, whatever. Oh, and and that's wonderful. And I have to tell you, um, I took advantage of that with Debbie, and her, her input was invaluable. So I would absolutely encourage you to go to her website, which is DebbieMcCormick.com, and fill out that form and uh, talk to her. Thank you so much, Debbie. I really appreciate it. Thank you. It's been a delight. And we have made it. And I hope you've, you have enjoyed what Debbie and I have presented today and that you've gotten some really good information on how to help you succeed on LinkedIn. I'd love to follow your marketing journey and see how you've used some of this information. So please connect with me on Twitter at Janet Kunst, on Instagram at Janet.Kunst, or on my Facebook page at 411 Marketing Solutions. And if you have any questions about what we've covered or a question that Debbie and I didn't answer, please feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. Next week, we're going to continue our SEO lab series and look at tips and tricks to make sure you are optimizing your website and your content. And if you have any questions that you want me to talk about or, or answer on that show, email me at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. Um, and I'm also pleased and really excited to announce that I have started a Facebook group specifically for Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. It's called Marketing That Won't Break the Bank Podcast, and the quick link is bit.ly slash fb-mtwbtb. And each week I will have a live Q&A session following our broadcast where you can ask questions, I'll give you some insider tips and uh, some additional information that you won't get as we're going through the broadcast. So please join me there and I'll be there today. Today's the first episode um, that will be live at about 1.15. So again, that link is bit.ly slash fb-mtwbtb. Thank you so much for joining us today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I hope it's been informative and you came away with some new ideas to market your business. Have a great week, and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. 
Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts. 